GM, GM, Daily Dosers, how's everybody going? So good to see you all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is going to be a big, big show, super fun. Uh, <laughs> and as as luck would have it, uh, Twitter decided to destroy the space that I had cre created <laughs> before. So this is a fresh new space, but it's still the Daily Dose and Tim's still coming. Uh, so life is good and there's nothing to worry about. Um, good to see everybody. Uh, we're going to let the room fill. Um, Clemente, how you doing? Good, good. Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, you want to get us started with some tunes? Let's do it. Let me know how it goes, guys. Uh, if, you, if this sounds well, give me some thumbs up and uh, we'll go from there. Play for a couple minutes with the room fill in and hell of a show. Sounds Coming good. Up. Let's get this party started. Clemente, thanks for the tunes. Uh, hello, Mac. Nice to see you as well. How you doing? Awesome. Awesome. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Doing great. It's going to be a fun show today. So uh, let's get this cranking. Uh, just to welcome everybody first, um, in case you're here uh, because of Tim Ferriss, welcome to the Daily Dose. Um, we love having new listeners and, and new friends and new guests. So uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we tend to focus on Web3 news web3 thoughts discussions nfts all things uh good on that front um please say hello everybody smash that purple comment button on the bottom right get to know each other say hello um uh, welcome each other uh, to the day uh i would love to see in those comments uh, you all answer the question what nft use case gets you most excited for the future so if you all could uh uh, comment on that in the in the purple comment button in the bottom right. Again, once again, that's what NFT use case gets you most excited for the future. So let's start discussing that and uh, and kind of see where that goes. My goal is to build this community and have you support each other. Um, so please get in those comments, um, chit chat to each other, and, and we'll take it from there. Uh, I I personally am most excited about NFT use cases that bring communities of people together. Um, that's obviously what we're doing here on the daily dose and, uh, community is something I'm personally very passionate about. So, uh, it's really fun for me to see NFTs, uh, NFTs that are all about bringing, uh, real communities together in, in whatever sense that is. So 
excited to see that happen. Um, if you all could retweet the pin tweet above, let's get as many friends in here as we can. Um, tell your followers why uh, you, you recommend they come to the show. That would be a lot of fun. Um, so let's say hello to some friends in the audience first. Uh, I'm just going to scroll down and say hi to everybody. Samer, good to see you. Kevin, Sue, as always, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Travi, nice to see you. Dennis, good to see you in the audience. Wheels, thanks for stopping by. Uh, I'm just going to keep scrolling down. Lots of lots of friends in the audience today. Uh, yes, Invest, welcome. Good to see you. Um, Gilly, thanks for coming. Uh, Party Judge.eth, appreciate you stopping by. So um, tons of great folks in the audience. Um, all right, let's see. Let's get this thing started. Uh, first of all, Okay, so we're doing POAPs. Not a surprise to you all. <laughs> um, in case you're new, uh, uh, from the Tim Ferriss side of things, or you heard about us through through Tim, let me quickly explain what we're doing. Um, uh, we're going to launch uh, a project, an NFT project next year, uh, probably Q3, 2023. So we've got a lot of time to build here. And I really want all of this community to win and to be a part of that. Um, and, and so the way you get on the allow list, there's only, uh, 999, uh, in the collection and there's only 799, uh, in the allow list. The way you get on that allow list is by collecting POAPs and POAPs are, are called, uh, proof of attendance protocol. And it's a way, it's an NFT that says you, you, you attended something. And so, uh, we're going to be minting a POAP today. So listen carefully for those clues. Um, the more POAPs you stack, the better. Uh, uh, to get you on that allow list. It's it's a free mint, so there's no charge. Um, so how you get the POAP? Uh, you download the POAP app. Clemente already pinned the tweet up there. Um, it is a iPhone and Android app. You install it, and then uh, you uh, sign up for an account. It's all free, and then you click mint. And then there's uh, something called secret word, and you click secret word, and you're going to enter in the two clues that we do. That I that I that you're going to enter the two answers to the two clues today that I'm going to give. So listen for those clues. Uh, there's no spaces, no capitals in the answers. So uh, I also want to thank Mr. Benjamin, our amazing POAP artist. Um, he's got a fun POAP uh, today that's all about Goblin Town. So you you all probably have heard that Goblin Town is a founding advisor on our project, um, and uh, so there's some fun Goblin Town art on that POAP. And the first clue is, what is the color of an emerald? Once again, what is the color of an emerald? Uh, so the answer is going to be one word, lowercase. Uh, good luck, everybody. Let's get started with the Mintify Market Daily Report. Uh, Mintify is a tool that I use all the time. It's a powerhouse tool for NFT traders. It's got uh, an amazing platform. Uh, high quality analytics, really great Discord, um, and so uh, we thought it'd be great if they could read uh, the market daily report to you all today because it's something that I uh, read every day anyway. So I thought it'd be fun to share that. So uh, let's hand it over to Mintify. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, and good morning. How are you? Good. Actually, uh, the voice. Do you want to play our fun intro? Presenting the market daily report, brought to you by Mintify the leading NFT aggregator. Love it. Thanks, The Voice. Over to you, Mintify. Awesome. Thank you. Once again, I, I do love it also. All right, let's check it out. The total 24-hour market volume, 10.6 mil. 
Highest last sale, Fidenza 280 for 295 ETH. The top three collections based on volume, Basie 1.3k ETH, 58.8 ETH floor price. Cellmates minting yesterday, getting some nice action, 1.25 thousand ETH. Uh, 0.53 ETH floor price coming up uh, and down a little bit the past few hours. Macy, 370 ETH traded floor price of 11.5 ETH. Top gainers, 200% up for non-NFT Summit and 200% up for Board Utes AC. I believe that is uh, a Freeman, so uh, definitely watch out. Uh, top losers, 57% down for the two boys and 22.6% down for humankind launch boxes. Those were uh, bouncing around quite a little bit. Uh, some news. Macy's is having a Thanksgiving Day parade metaverse experience. And in the uh, American Crypto Fed, a Wyoming-based DAO and the first DAO to obtain legal recognition in the U.S. was placed under administrative proceedings by the SEC. While crypto has been bouncing around since yesterday, but more or less flat in the past 24 hours, Ethereum at 1124, um, just really just, just about flat from uh, yesterday's close. So uh, thank you very much and much appreciated as always. Thanks, Mintify. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you bringing the facts and the reports. Um, uh, we are going to get cranking with Mr. Ferris. I'm sure you can all see him on stage at about 45 minutes after the hour. Excited to to chit chat and hear about the project he's launching. But let's, next, let's go to Lucky Trader to read out the daily news. Uh, as you all know, uh, Lucky Trader is one of the only apps that I have notifications on for uh, really timely, uh, high quality Web3 NFT news. So, Excited to have them sponsor the show and read the news. Uh, the Voice, uh, take it away with our intro. It's time for the Daily Dose News, a summary of news from around the Web3 world. Brought to you by Lucky Trader. Love it. Thanks to The Voice. Over to you, Lucky Trader. Take it away. All right, Ryan, thank you. And welcome to Lucky Trader's top Web3 news stories for today. Adding some color to that Macy's story, their Thanksgiving Day Parade in the Metaverse, it will be displayed on the Macy's website on Thanksgiving morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, featuring historic balloons from the past 90 years, along with NFTs from Boss Beauties, Cool Cats, G-Money, Subducks, and V-Friends, and will have galleries powered by OnCyber. Mattel is opening a digital collectibles marketplace on the Flow blockchain coming December 15th, and a spokesman shared, Mattel is pioneering the future of play, constantly deepening our connection with fans of all ages in both the physical and digital worlds. Financial institutions are moving forward with crypto and metaverse adoption amidst market uncertainty, with headlines including JP Morgan working on a Web3 digital ID solution and a wallet, Brazil's largest bank, Italo Unibanco, to offer crypto custody, Fidelity opening a waitlist for its retail crypto product and BlackRock launching a metaverse ETF. And in, it, and in NFT news, Moonbirds are set to move their collection in chain where the images of the NFTs will be fully stored within their smart contract code to be formally announced via YouTube today at 3 p.m. That's it for today, Ryan. Back to you. 
Exciting news. Thanks, Lucky Trader. Uh, I I love seeing uh, more mainstream institutional entries into the space. Uh, I just love that Mattel uh, is formally coming into the space. Fascinating. It shows flow. Um, not surprised, uh, but very interested. It's also interesting that Cryptoys is on flow, uh, which is focusing on toys, uh, clearly. And uh, I think it's great and interesting. Um, you know, we're seeing more Macy's Day Parade. I, I don't know if any of you minted uh, the free mint that was during the Macy's Day Parade last year. Um, I, I tried. <laughs> and uh, I think it was on wax, maybe, or, or something. It was on a... a, a a blockchain I had never tried. And so that was kind of fun um, to see that go down, but I can't wait to experience that. If, if you're an American, you celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of fun to be had uh, there. So obviously as well, I'm a big Moonbirds fan. <laughs> no surprise. So fun to see the in-chain um, uh, so, sort of push finally happening. I know they've been working really hard to actually uh, not even on-chain, but in-chain. So you could, uh, literally recreate your moonbirds um, without any reliance on any sort of storage uh, facility. So excited to see that go down. Um, if it's okay, Tim, I think we'll get started like four minutes early. Let's do it. Nice to see you. I, your, your PFP is so uh, scary. Uh, just, <laughs> Mysterious <laughs> intrigue adventure. What is this masked man? That's right. I know. Or is I it a man? It. Is it a wolf? Is it a is is it a rooster? Who knows? I, I'm not sure, but I, it's cool and uh, and it's and it's intimidating. So congrats to that. But fun to have you on the show. Thanks for stopping by. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Nice to hear your voice. Uh, yeah, you too. Um, in, in in classic cutting edge style. You know, the second I started the space, it crashed. So so I restarted it. So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Welcome to tech. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing it live. Um, so y'all, uh, Tim and I have known each other forever. I actually saw him for the first time at South by Southwest, um, uh, during a talk at, where he was, he was about to reveal his now famous book, the four hour work week. And I came up to him afterwards and I said, you seem smart. Um, I think, <laughs> I think we should hang out. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good uh, to hang man. And also tech note in that presentation, I had all of these slides prepared and then my laptop crashed and did not reboot. So I had to do it without slides. So always be prepared for your gear to break. Oh my God, that's great. Um, but yeah, good to reconnect and really exciting to see you uh, you know, formally enter the NFT space. I, I know you did uh, your grail with proof, um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's fun to, to see this sort of come out. So um, I, some of my audience uh, hasn't come across to you. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll give like a quick intro and then it'd be fun for you to, to kind of set the stage uh, about the project. So uh, as many of you may know or may not know, Tim has a very famous podcast. It's called The Tim Ferriss Show. It's been downloaded over 900 million times. That's 900 million, not, not 9 million, 900 million times. Uh, it's, it's gotten just unbelievable reviews, 10,000 five plus star reviews. And then I'm sure many of you have read uh, at least one of his books. Um, he's got five number one New York Times bestselling books, uh, including the Four Hour Work Week. Um, so, Tim, it's great to have you here. Any, anything else you want to say about your background to help people get to know you? Sure, I'll add a couple of lesser known facts that tie into this. And the first is that I 
was an illustrator all through high school and through college. So I was a graphics editor at a magazine in college. Had the same I didn't desk. Know that. Yeah, had the same desk that Jim Lee had. If people know what? that name, uh, back when he was at Princeton uh, doing illustrations for the same magazine. And I paid a lot of my bills that way. I wanted to be a professional comic book penciler, not to say oh that God. I'm that good, but I wanted to be a penciler <laughs> for 10 plus years. So that ties into this. Also, separately, that I've read all the fantasy, good fantasy that I can get my, hold, get my hands on since uh, I was a little kid. Favorite book started with the never ending story and kind of oh. went from there. Um, Wait, also, so I have all movie. of my D&D, still have all of my own. D and D from when I was a kid. Uh, so I've, yeah, I'll, I'll send a photo. Uh, to, I'll put up a photo <laughs> of that at some point because it's it's. You need pretty, to see photo proof. It's an that. awesome, awesome collection that I spent all my allowance and busboy tips on. Oh my God, <laughs> did you did you ever create campaigns or did you just play? I created campaigns. Yeah, I was a dungeon master at points. Uh, really enjoyed being a DM, uh, enjoy, enjoyed being on campaigns too. I was always a gray elf. I just had a thing for gray elves. Uh, <laughs> I could see that. So, yeah. Yeah. Gray elf fetish. You know how it is when you're 12 <laughs> and looking to escape beginning your head punched by bullies all day. Yeah. That kind of yeah. <laughs> I can see you being a good DM and it, I think it does play into the, the project you're launching, Ooh. you know, storytelling. So, um, we'll get into that. So, yeah. Um, First of all, why don't you give everybody just a, a general overview of, uh, of of what you're doing, and then we'll dive into a couple specific questions. Yeah, for sure. So the the motivation behind all of this, uh, you know, our mutual friend Kevin Rose got me interested in crypto around t- late 2012, I would say, or 2012. Began engaging then, and uh, have always been. Uh, been involved with art so i have you know art all over my house most of it's inexpensive stuff that i just think is beautiful and the project came about because i was looking for my next thing my next kind of big focus and i wanted to do something different and what i realized and this has been a conversation with friends recently is that if you go back to when you were 12 or 13 and just ask what gave me the most joy then and start adding that back into your life it still works almost always. <laughs> and so I wanted to stretch muscles in two areas. I wanted to resurrect the art and engagement with creating art. And then I wanted to really engage with fiction. I've done a lot of nonfiction, but I wanted to engage with fiction. And that first Grails piece that came out was a, a wonderful excuse with a deadline, with accountability to actually get it done. So I wanted all of that simultaneously have been sort of collecting uh, digital art for, I don't know, uh, since kind of mid or late 2021, uh, at least in the current sort of Web3 sense. Uh, did it before that in a, in a, in a less uh, sort of technically interesting way. And I wanted to combine all of these things. And I would say uh, more than a year ago, probably, a, if we're getting precise, probably a year and three months ago, just started having all these ideas for what I might do that could combine all of those things. And we can talk about the name, we can talk about the name, but ultimately (laughs) it all coalesced into doing an art project separately. And this is highly related. uh, I'd say maybe five years ago, 
uh, I wanted to do, so I have this foundation, SciSafeFoundation.org, all the, all the primary sales, not, a, not, well, I guess it is a percentage, but 100% of the primary sales are all going to this foundation, SciSafeFoundation, S-A-I-S-E-I, Foundation.org, which funds psychedelic therapeutics and a lot of early stage research, ha- has had some amazing, amazing uh, results and, and funded a lot of incredible scientists. So people should check that out. But I wanted to do a contemporary art auction. So I'd been talking to gallerists and artists and very fancy people in the New York art scene to try to get that done. And it's super, super difficult. So I started thinking about doing an NFT auction to benefit psychedelic science predominantly. So it'd be like crypto for consciousness was my idea for a name. And then I thought, well, wait a second, maybe I could just do this through doing a project myself rather than like putting on the knee pads and begging people to do this, which is not my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> so, so all of those things came together into, into what I'm doing now. Gosh, it, it's exciting to hear how it built. Um, and, uh, I remember when, um, your grail came out and it, if, if y'all haven't seen it, it's interesting. So, uh, you can go to OpenSea and look for Grail season one. Look for Tim's piece, and it's it's a story. Um, yeah, uh, yeah about, it's a short story. Yeah, it's and it's fascinating. You have to zoom in to read the text, and but it, it's interesting because it is, as you said, sort of it's a fictional piece because you're sort of winding together various true story points into this one character. Um, yep, and it kind of gave me a, a taste for your ability to write fiction because I've obviously read your nonfiction. So um, exciting to see this go this direction so i have to ask what is up with the bonkers name why do you why do you, <laughs> do you dive into that <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so the first thing i'll say is if you want to see that that short story which is my first published short story which only came out as an nft they can just go to tim.blog slash nft and it forwards to the open page so people can take a look at that the bonkers name Okay, so uh, I let me mention two things just at the top of the show, so if people bounce out, they don't miss it. So, number one, the name of the project is is Cock Punch. <laughs> uh, so you I just can cannot learn... laugh. I'm oh sorry. no! Oh yeah, exactly. No, you don't have to be sorry. This is by design. <laughs> so you can learn all about it at Cock Punch on Twitter, cockpunch.com, Blah blah blah. You can find all, all the I'm cock punches. Myself, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and the way this came about is uh, considering a whole lot of different names. Uh, much like I, uh, there, there, I mean, there are a lot of reasons this came together, but um, people may not know for the four hour work week and the subtitle, I tested probably 12 different titles and subtitles on Google AdWords to determine which, when Google mixed and matched, had the highest click through rate. Like which one is going to grab the collective psyche most effectively and not let go. And you and, did this for your books as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did it for my books. I did it for the covers. I tested them in bookstores when, back when that was a thing and actually looked at pickup rates. Like I'd put my cover on other books. I'd print out a makeshift cover and see how many people picked up different covers <laughs> per Did anybody notice that? Or they like, uh, what is this guy doing? Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't notice me, but they'd pick up the book and be like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? This is a book on marine biology, but it says the four-hour work week. What is this? And uh, That's great. So, so Cock Punch came about because I, I'd had this, I'd say, early sketch of an idea, which was going to be called Cock and Balls, and it was going to have roosters, just oh, because <laughs> I thought it would be funny. And number one, I, and this is my advice for people who are writing books, who are doing podcasts, you have to make it fun for yourself and it has to be something that gives you energy or you're not going to have the endurance to actually continue to work on it 
right? So if you try Amen. to out, if you try to make this American life and that's not your format, you're going to quit after three, three episodes. So you gotta, you gotta create something that you can really endure with. Uh, so the, the idea was to make something that was fun and energizing for me. And then as I looked at the artwork that I was sketching out, can you still hear me, Ryan? Uh, oh yeah, I can hear you. Great. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Just making sure. I just heard some some sound effects. I'm not used to Twitter Spaces. I don't do it much. You're doing great. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, act great. Like great. a pro. Oh, awesome, fantastic. Uh, and uh, the the I was looking at the artwork and I was sketching different options uh, at the time, and I realized, wait a second, I could add a fantasy component here. I really like gauntlets. What if I gave each of these guys gauntlets and then the name hit me? I was like, oh my God, I could call this cock punch. <laughs> and uh, so, a side effect, or not side effect, side note, I mean, the last, like that year and a half period, which ended pretty recently, was just a motherfucker period for me, right? Like, so uh, depressive episode, a uh, oh. bunch of family stuff. Uh, you know, I had uh, recently had a five-year relationship end, and I was just like, "How do oh. I take like as Amanda Palmer would say, like take the pain and wear it as a shirt? Like, how do I take that pain and kind of transmute it into something that is uh, energy giving instead of draining?" And I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll make a ridiculous, uh, super fun art project that will involve right. fiction, and uh, that's how the name Cock Punch came to be." And then it it very quickly became extremely, extremely, extremely elaborate. And I it couldn't get to sleep and I'd sketched out ideas and then I'd, the whole thing love it. spun out of control. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you um, to describe the universe a little bit because I know yeah. uh, you already have it mapped out to some yeah. extent in a second. But um, I also want to say at another time, we we need to dedicate some minutes to the, the phrase, I really love gauntlets. So we'll, 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 we'll dig into that at some point, not, not today, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but why don't you tell folks a little bit how, what the universe is like and how you see it playing out? Yeah, totally. And before I forget, because I mentioned I was going to say two things at the top of the show, uh, just launched my first public giveaway for this project. So if, if you want a shot at getting uh, one of these NFTs for free, you can go to prement.xyz slash Cox. <laughs> Which will show you, which of course. Will show you, which will, of course, it's five cock giveaway, and uh, you're going to have a chance to do that. So this this is the only planned public giveaway. Uh, we so, just pinned it for you, by the way. Yeah. So everyone, oh, awesome. uh, uh, check out the pin tweet. Yeah, actually, the pin tweet is the one that I see is with the guy with the purple on the top of the head. Oh yeah, it's on the account. If you go to the cock punch account, then you'll see it. Um, but the 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 one with the it'll the giveaway update. like. It it'll should update. be updating. Yeah, it, it okay. shows it for me, so it'll, it'll pop. Okay, up. wonderful. Yeah, I'm still learning. I'm still learning the uh, learning the tech. So the universe. Uh, I'll give people a sketch. So there are there. <laughs> the start off as a joke, and I I realize whatever I do, I, I can never do it halfway. I always go full retard. And so I, there's this very elaborate history now, and there's a realm. There's this fantastical realm. There are eight primary greater houses which you can think of as clans and they have all these different interrelated economies and religions and marked histories and pasts with allegiances and sort of enmities and strained relationships different access to natural resources 
and uh, therefore different types of trade. I mean, it's, it's become very elaborate. Just and a little. Just a little. A little. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the other thing with the cock punch, so imagine that there's this realm at one point, and there, there are epochs that come before and after this, but there's this warring states period, much like the warring states period in Japan, since I'm a Japanophile and used to live there and have studied a lot of uh, Japanese history. It was an East Asian studies major in college. And then there's this peacekeeping mechanism that was agreed upon by the heads of the greater houses, which is similar to the Olympics today, kind of geopolitics and warfare by other means. And the name of this peacekeeping device slash event is the Great Games. So in, in there's one area that's basically like a demilitarized zone in this realm, and it's called the Free Trade Zone. And in the Free Trade Zone, there's this gigantic arena and within that, you have this elevated platform that I've already designed in my head. And uh, that is where the great games take place. And different candidates who have been vetted by the greater houses and kind of mini tournaments make their way then as the finalists to the great games. And they fight. It's one-on-one battles in a tournament style. And whoever <laughs> wins... This is uh, amazing. Yeah, whoever wins ends up... Uh, getting the capital moved to their clan's territory, and they also get tithing from the other houses. So it, there's a there's like an economic benefit to winning the games. How fun! And, and the colloquial name for the great games is cock punch because it's a bunch of roosters who are blasting <laughs> each other with various uh, you know, weapons, gauntlets, magic, you name it. Uh, there's a lot more to it, but uh, that is that is just a sketch. Wow. Uh, like the tip of the iceberg of of what this what this looks like. There's a lot more to it, but uh, that's a basic sketch. That's gosh, that sounds fun. I mean, like you said, <laughs> it, if it it has to be fun for you to put in the energy it's going to take to build the universe. Yeah. It, yeah. And you mentioned um, on Kevin's show about a podcast, like an audio element. Do you oh, touch yeah, on that? yeah. Let's touch on that. So the so the current you know the the, the mothership, the Tim Ferriss show is is uh, going to should cross a billion downloads in the next few months and uh, that'll be fun to celebrate and the i've also launched podcasts for my last two books and uh, tools of titans and tribe of mentors and both of those ended up getting to number one on apple globally in terms of the charts it's more competitive now so we'll we'll see what happens i don't expect that to happen just to be very clear but i will be launching a podcast that will uh, cover a lot of this. I've already hired voice actor, uh, voice actors, and it will be my first fiction podcast that I will cross promote from my main podcast, and also obviously promote on all my channels, like t- whatever my social is now. Something like ten million people probably uh, across all the things. And uh, this will be my first podcast and public facing project like this outside of the Saisei Foundation stuff since 2017 maybe so it's been it's been a little while um and uh, that's the plan so there will be audio i will also publish the scrolls per se the episodes which will have a narrator who is also playing a character in this world if you want a little like hat tip you can go to at the seventh scribe the seven the number seven th scribe that's a little easter egg that's floating around out there and uh, i think that should if it's done well which is always a big question mark and if the algorithm and everything cooperates 
there isn't another war or implosion of God knows what type, um, then I think this podcast will get a lot of attention because it's going to confuse the shit out of everybody, <laughs> which, which is not accidental, right? right. This is like, I, 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 well, I think I also just, I think a lot about like, how do you create sort of mimetic waves that are very tempting for people to surf? Right. How, how do you how do you do that? I spent I've spent I mean the last twenty years thinking a lot about this. Uh, so this is these none of these things are accidental. I've been thinking right. about all of these for a long time. Yeah. So it, the amount of thought and passion effort you're putting into the project is exciting, and mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't expect anything less. <clears throat> but you've also been fairly bold, you know. Uh, for instance, on the on on the pod with Kevin and and in the public saying, "Hey, this isn't you know." a project for, you know, pump and dump traders and, and, and flippers. And, and this is something different. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? There's various elements you talk about here. Yeah. You know, when is it minting the supply, maybe the price, but really like your vision, like for the longer term life of it. Yeah, totally. And, uh, just so you know, Ryan, I don't know how tight the constraints are. I'm happy to go, uh, long also. And just, just so I have an idea, uh, I guess if we're following the letter of the schedule, how much time do I have just so I can gauge how long my answer should be? I feel, I, I feel like we could probably go four more minutes and then, okay. uh, and then if, if you want, uh, to stick around, I, I bet there'll yep. be questions for you. Uh, so it's yeah. up to you. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'll stick around. And if people have questions, happy to take a stab. So on the, on the supply and pricing and all that stuff, uh, I am still, I mean, the, keeping in mind, right. Like I, I also have, I worked with like a hundred plus uh, or invested in at least like a hundred plus startups at this point. So I think a lot about the business side of stuff and the mechanics and blah, 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 blah. So I want this project to succeed and I want it to basically buy me permission by succeeding to continue writing and creating art, right? That's, that's my kind of infinite game uh, hope for this. Uh, so in terms of supply, it'll definitely be less than 10,000. I'll say that I don't want to get more specific yet because we're, we're toggling a few things and considering what the final supply should be, but it'll be, it'll definitely be less than 10,000. Um, I don't view this as a PFP project at all, uh, which I believe, by the way, I tried to do some homework on this is picture for proof. That's what PFP stands for. Even though everybody (laughs) said you're you're so cute. It's profile pic. No, 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 no. It's profile pick. But if you look Am up I PFP, wrong? I think you're wrong. Look Holy up PFP. Shit. There's no F. There's no F in profile pick. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I so, feel dumb now. Appreciate that. No, no. Everybody says profile pick, but I looked at this acronym and I'm like, there's no fucking F. What is the F? And I looked it up and I'm pretty sure it's picture for proof. Uh, technically. Watch out. People okay. can people can prove me wrong or look it up, but uh, I it, just, it, it bothered me. I'm very monkish in that way. I was like, "Why is there an F in this? It doesn't make any sense." <laughs> uh, but I don't think of this as a PFP in the in the conventional sense of profile pick project. I've been thinking of it as uh, what I'm calling an elf project because I love elves, like I mentioned, but also emergent long fiction. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share more about what that means to me and the parameters and so on <clears throat> at some later point. But just in the interest of time. Uh, I'll say uh, price, price TBD um, is not going to be, I'm not, I, I, I disagree with the race to the bottom approach that a lot of folks take out of fear, I think, or in some cases with platforms, economics, but we've seen so much movement with secondary and like blur versus open scene, all this stuff, right? So uh, I, I really feel like for this stuff to be self-sustaining, 
and also for it to be interesting to me, right? I'm, I'm trying to raise money for the foundation and the primary sale. So it's, it's not going to be dirt cheap. Uh, but my goal is never to sell something that's dirt cheap, right? None of my books have ever gone to paperback, for instance. They've all stayed in hardcover. Um, that's a separate conversation. But I'm, I'm, my feeling is like, how do you make it worth more than what you're asking, right? That's it. Um, this, I, I, I want to be super explicit. I do not want anyone to think about these things as investments at all, at all, at all, at all. Uh, don't, it's called cock punch folks, right? Like don't base your <laughs> mortgage payments or your kid's college tuition on something called cock punch at all. The way I encourage people to think about it is as entertainment. And the analogy that I might use, is like, okay, let's say you go to like two Broadway shows, not cheap, right? Um, two Broadway shows and a dinner, right? Like, can I make this, more interesting over time than that, right? In terms of total entertainment value. I think so. Uh, can I make it more interesting than like one or two trips to Disney World? Um, I think so. Therefore, if you think about it as kind of entertainment, I think that's the healthiest way to look at it, especially with all the macro stuff going mm -hmm. on, right? Like who knows what kind of weird stuff in terms of contagion is going to affect the price of ETH and blah, 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 blah. Right. So I encourage people to think about it from an entertainment value. Uh, perspective in terms of mint date the the goal is in the next few weeks we're still settling <clears throat> on an exact date and um, we want this thing to succeed so also trying not to launch something concurrent with like a global catastrophe would be great um, not predictable <laughs> it's hard to do these days yeah very hard to do these days it's a uh, pretty high frequency in, in the news cycle but uh, I want this thing to succeed, not just for my ability to continue, but for everybody who's involved, right? I don't want it to get drowned out. Right. Um, the kind of long-term thinking on this is, uh, first and foremost, it has to be fun and energy-giving for me, so I'm optimizing for that. If I optimize for that, the rest of it, like the podcast, like how would I do 700 episodes of a podcast if it's not giving me energy? You can't. You're going to fail. Um, so I keep experimenting with formats and so on to make it interesting for myself. The emergent part of the emergent long fiction means that I'm setting conditions, characters, constraints, and so on up front. And then I'm going to be improvising as I go. So I don't know how this thing ends. That's the fun part, right? Like I'm going to be developing this over time and watching okay. how things emerge. And uh, it's going to be, I, I don't know, I get so giddy about this whole thing. Like I didn't sleep at all for the last two or three days because I just can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. Uh, but here's what, I, here's what I will say. No Discord, no published roadmap, none of that stuff. Why? Because I'm not building a startup. I'm not sending out a pitch deck. This is a creative project that I want to be uh, very alive and very detailed and to have high engagement, right? The, uh, I will say, with a name like Cock Punch, there's a lot you can do with this. <laughs> there right? there, there's, a lot you, there's a lot you can do with this. I will also tell people that these characters, so if you look at my profile image or you look at any of the teasers that I've shared, those are actually photo shoots and quotation marks in 3d modeling software with the actual characters that are going to be generated because even though the images mostly have been 2d this is what has also taken a lot of time these characters are all very detailed three-dimensional objects that in most cases should be pretty easy to 3d print i shouldn't say easy they can be 3d printed like if you have somebody with like floating magic fill in the blank over their hand then it's going to be challenging for 3d printing but there's <laughs> going to be but 
Like these things should be interestingly transferable to other places, right? That's I wonder, I wonder what those other places might be. Yeah, yeah. Question mark, <laughs> I, question I can mark, imagine. Question mark. So, so there's, but I'm not promising anything, right? And, and I and I want to kind of give people the anti-sales pitch, right? Like if I find out that engaging with Web three and crypto and uh, you know maxis of every type is just like wading through a cesspool of like vile nonsense, then I'm going to get tired of it. Right, so I'm going to try to protect myself. I'm going to mute and block very liberally. I'm going to have a very strong anti-dick policy. Like if people are dicks, they get blocked. <laughs> not out. only on my Twitter, but like from anything that I might do in the future. Like you're <laughs> just not you're not perma block. Yeah, perma block. You're just not invited to the party for anything that I do in the future. Um, so 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 there'll be blacklists uh, because I want I, I want the community to be strong and uh feedback is fine right civil criticism great but uh if people are just dicks then then it's going to be cut and that's going to be better for the project long term um i am not catering to the maybe the drivers that lead a lot of people to cater to day traders and flippers they're going to be people who invest or or buy and then try to flip i get that right but i'm trying to guard against that for instance i want the number of NFTs minted per wallet to be as low as possible. I want, uh, there are certain characteristics that I'm thinking about to try to prevent sort of immediate flooding and pumping and dumping, or maybe just dumping, right? Like buying and dumping <laughs> of these, Probably not, but... yeah, of these characters. Uh, and I've also been very, very deliberate about doing just a handful of collaborations with communities I have engaged with before with people I trust and know, right? Love so the, the, so these are folks who I do not think are catering to flippers. And look, flipping is the thing. It's fine. Like I know, I know people who day trade on Wall Street and like that's, it's a perfectly fine profession. It's just not what I want to own even a, you know, hopefully not even 20% of this collection is yep. owned by those folks, not because I think what they do is bad. It's just that that's not the composition. That's not the composition of the community I'm going for. The other reason, and I'll just give you just so people know how much I've thought about this, right? Uh, I'm not going to be doing like a thousand either, because I assume that the percentage of that total who will actually engage with this fictional world in a meaningful way is like max 5%, right? Interesting. Uh, It may be higher. I'm hoping it's higher, but I want to set my expectations low so I can be pleasantly surprised, not the other way around, right? Set them high and be miserably disappointed. So what I need is a critical mass of these characters to get a critical mass of active community who will do super fucking interesting things. And I'm very confident that's going to happen. The other reason I need a decent number of these uh, characters is that we have and I have (laughs) created... Uh, 290 or 300 different attributes. I mean, it's so detailed. It's hard to believe. And uh, to get a good distribution of those so people see all the cool shit that has been built, you, you need at least a couple thousand, right? So it's going to be, uh, I know this is not going to be super helpful for, for folks, but it's like, let's call it over 3,000, under 10,000. <laughs> that's, that's a good broad range there. <laughs> yeah, nice, broad, nice, nice broad range. Um, it's exciting, and, Tim. Yeah, super I exciting. I mean, 
gosh, it, the, you can just hear the passion in your voice. And yeah. I think on this show over and over, we talk about empowering creators um, and, and creators are actually really at the heart and the foundation of web three. And I love hearing that you're saying, Hey, this is a creative project that I want to build uh, for you all to enjoy. Um, this is not some investment uh, opportunity. And I, I think it's refreshing. I also want the audience to know I'm not an advisor. I, I, I'm not being given any free mints. Like Tim is not here. Cause uh, you know, we have an arrangement. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I'm excited about what he's doing and, and, uh, and I, I just can't wait to see it. So Thank you for coming and, yeah. uh, and and hanging out with us. Um, I feel free to stick around. I'd love. I, I bet people have questions for you. So yeah, uh, yeah. Let uh, me let me let me plug the uh, the, the Cox link one more time. Do it. Um, which just because it makes me smirk like a twelve year old on. <laughs> Please do. Too much, uh, you know, too many diet cokes to do it. So this is great. Uh, Premit.xyz slash Cox. It's it's going to close in roughly twenty four hours, and this is the only planned public giveaway. So if folks want a shot at getting one of these things for free. Get in there. Uh, get in there. And in there. Uh, yeah, I'll stick around. I'm happy to, okay, to, to to try to answer some questions. As you can tell, I'm very conservative. I don't want to overpromise. Blah yada 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 yada. So I'm I may not be able to answer everything, but I'll do my best. So I'll I stick around. It. I'll stick around and feel free to to call me. Yeah, uh, to okay. the stage. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. All right, I can see the, all these hands just went up for you. So uh, they all went up at the same time. So I'm going to attempt to go in alphabetical order, and I believe that means. Bella is first. Bella. GMGM. GM. Um, so my question is just around the actual name of it. So what I noticed is you've only been on Twitter for a few days. You're already experiencing your clock blocking. How do you expect to manage this moving forward to keep your clocks relevant and in the newsfeed? <laughs> hashtag hashtag cock relevancy yeah um so uh this is a great question in terms of the uh you know the the cock blocking with the hashtags hashtag cock punch got <laughs> uh flagged by by twitter i mean there there are a couple of things i'd say Number one is uh, I suspect there are workarounds, right? So you could have I, – I don't think that's manually being done. So you could do like C0, CK, punch, right? I, I do think there are some uh, sort of semantic typographical workarounds The if we're doing something like that. I, I think hashtags are largely over overestimated uh, for impact, but they're fun and it makes it easy to find stuff if you're doing a search. So that'd be one workaround. The other is, you know, I, I do know people at Twitter. Uh, I was in, uh, an early investor in Twitter way back in the day. Um, and so I may reach out to them and be like, hey, is it possible? Hey, I'm, I'm legit. It, yeah, is it possible? <laughs> and there's a very good chance they're going to be like, hashtag cock punch. You want me to take that to the boss? No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, I feel like Elon probably would support it. I he go, might. Go to he him. might. I mean, his, his tweets certainly say... <laughs> I'm having fun and zero fucks given what you guys uh, say. Um, Elon's, Elon's very smart. I have, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's yeah, a different just, story. Just go to him on that. He, he, he's, uh, yeah, as, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not stupid. He's very, very, uh, very clever. So uh, I, I think that uh, in terms of relevancy, I also think of things outside of Twitter. So there's Twitter and NFT Twitter and crypto Twitter are sort of the 
I'd say core social communities in a sense for these uh, groups, but there are other places. And I think one of the things I'm most excited about, honestly, is uh, getting people interested in and excited to laugh at this project and engage with it who don't give a rat's ass about crypto or web three or NFTs. Right. So, right. So my, this is sort of the gateway drug that I'm looking to sprinkle all over the place, not just in these, these communities. And that will then have a feedback loop where it creates buzz, which then comes into the communities, which then gets amplified, which then feeds back. So, so exciting. Yeah. So that's, that's, I'd say, uh, part of how I'm thinking about this, but I, it's a great question and I've been thinking about it a lot and I will continue to think about it a lot. Yeah. I appreciate it. I think the, the, just the podcast, uh, listener audience you have will be a, a fun way to, Oh yeah. Board, yeah. Podcast you know. podcast. I'm hoping will not be small. We'll see. No. <laughs> I don't think it will. <laughs> we'll um, see. so we're getting some fun comments. Um, I, I, I am paying attention to all of you amazing listeners. I love you. Um, we're obviously going uh, a little bit deeper and longer uh, uh, with Tim, and and I'm sure you're okay with that. But there's some fun comments, like um, NFT Dad says, uh, "Picture of proof actually makes sense." So Tim, you got one backer on your all right yeah, on Plus your PFP one. research done. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so let's go to the next in the alphabet, um, which it would be A B C D. Drew Barman, welcome. Hey Ryan, thanks for bringing me up. Hey Tim. Enjoyed hanging at the Lost Horse Saloon. Uh, I don't know if you remember <laughs> hey, me. I'm the guy with oh, the I beard remember. and the gym bottle. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Of course. <laughs> that Great was... hat, too. Not just a good beard. <laughs> Strong hat and uh, and uh, and jacket game as well. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. I'm very excited about this project. I am on the, the pre-mint because of the proof pass and the Moonbird and stuff. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, very excited. Uh, I think the thing I'm most excited about I mean, of course, the art's great, which which we nobody would expect you to do anything be, below excellence. Um, but I think what I'm most excited about is the onboarding potential of some really smart people. Uh, you know, people that are that have been on your podcast, people that are listen to your podcast. So I think that's good for the space. I think you're good for the space. So I'm stoked that you're doing the project. Um, and I have two quick questions. Um, yeah. So I know you're a Japanese file, if that's a mm-hmm. word. Uh, do you know what? Koku Panchi means? Koku Panchi. No. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. cock punch. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Koku Panchi. Yes. Koku Panchi there. Koku Panchi. Yes. yes. So, yes. So, uh, so just so you know, I registered it .com, but it's yours if you want it. I did it for you. This is true. <laughs> I've you. done this before for you, but yeah. I never knew how to get to you. When you were, you had one where it was, uh, you said conversational parkour a couple times during an interview. <laughs> I was like, he's got to own that. That's him. Conversational <laughs> parkour. But I never could get it to you. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I, I, Good I, hustle, I Drew. registered yeah. it and I think it would make a great sochu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not n- never say never. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so then, then my final question, which, and I'm actually serious. I want to know. What kind of sh- shochu, because, you know, they have the rice, you have your grains. Do you have a certain kind that you really like? And that could be a brand, because I could research it, or if you know, like, the style. You know, I'm, I haven't i have had much uh, shochu. I've had quite a lot of nihonshu, which is a Japanese wine, which is slightly different from sake. But I've had a good amount of nihonshu. There's a... Let me look it up. There's a particular Nihonshu from uh, an area called Ise. I was just in Japan 
recently and spent time with my host family from 25, no, 30, 30 years ago. And still close with my host family. So I saw, saw my host mom and she was like, oh, you should try this. And so she gave me some. Uh, but TBD, yeah, TBD. I'm, I'm not sure for the for the sake. You know, there's the filtered, non-filtered, daiginjo, and ginjo, and all this stuff. Uh, it really depends on the, the on the producer. I spent time in Japan going from sake place to sake place. This was a, a handful of years ago, testing different sake. So I'd have to I'd have to get back to you on that. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm, but but I'm a, I'm a fan. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, you're making me really want sake right now. So <laughs> it's only 11. I got to avoid. So uh, watch out. We yeah. saw th- there's a fun comment uh, from TJ.eth. And he uh, said, GM would love to hop on stage, but this is what I look like during every space. And he's wearing what only I can only describe as like a spacesuit of some sort. Uh, t- <laughs> TJ, we want to know what you do. Uh, it, it's super interesting. Um, there's a ton of more fun comments, but I, I see you all commenting. I appreciate you. The Daily Dose community just uh, does my heart good, so I appreciate you being here. Um, let's go to the next in the alphabet, A, B, C, D. That's Emily. Emily loves crypto. How's it going? Hi, good. How are you? Welcome hey, back. Hi. Um, okay, so I have two questions because one came in a DM from a friend, so I hope that's okay. Let's do it. Slide, no. Sliding into the DMs. No, like not right? allowed. No, just kidding. Go ahead. Oh, that's fine. God, he is going to be so disappointed. No, he's <laughs> go good. Ahead. He's good. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so he wanted to know, why does it cost 0.25 ETH to register for a free giveaway? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I actually question. know the answer to that if you want. Yeah, go for it, Ryan. Why so, don't you take so, it first? So you don't have to pay that. Um, what right. it is, you just have is to have just, it in your wallet. You're just saying you have it in your wallet. And it's it, we had to do this on, on Moonbirds. It's a way to, to avoid bots. Um, so that's, Got it. That, that's what's yep. going on. Is like, hey, the Mint theoretically will be, you know, you know, something like that i know tim has not decided on that but that's just to avoid botting yeah it's okay. it, it's it's to avoid botting and ensure things are valid uh, and i it's i never could have imagined in my wildest dreams how aggressive the botting is in this space it is fucking absurd and it creates a lot of labor and you end up getting a lot of false positives and it just consumes a lot of of team time so that's ryan ryan nailed the answer yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and also, I guess you know you've you've been a figure in my life for a while. I've definitely read all your books and taken a Thank lot you. out of those, and um, been super interested in those. And I'm curious because, um, at least in in my view of things, one of the coolest parts of an NFT project is that I get access to the person who made it, mm-hmm. and a lot depends um, on my my interest overall in a project strictly because of who's at the top, what can I learn from them? Am I going to be able to talk to them on a regular basis and like get better insight than I would have had in the first place? Um, and I know this is a very story centric project, but like mm-hmm. how available do you plan to be to the community in general? This is a super good question. And my, my answer is, I don't, I don't know is the honest answer uh, because what I don't want to do is set expectations in a way that produces anxiety for me that makes me not want to do the project. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so, I feel you there. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So as <laughs> so as someone who's very very introverted, people might not believe that, but 
uh, Drew could tell you, having seen me, Ryan could tell you, having seen me, like at events, I get super drained and then I have to take like a hundred bathroom breaks to like do deep breathing and kind of calm my system. And then I go back out. Podcast is just a one-on-one conversation. I just happen to be broadcasting it widely. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that, to be honest. Uh, I think that I will have more engagement with this community. Let me be really clear on what that means though. Like I will be interacting, say on Twitter and so on, and thinking about how to, uh, how should I, I want to phrase this very carefully, how I can involve people in doing various things. That does not mean, however, that I'm going to be doing meetups in multiple cities and that type of thing. I don't know, this is part of the emergent thing, uh, what the, what the, you know, how this will turn out in three months, six months, 12 months in terms of my one-on-one engagement, like how we're doing right now, like for instance, something like this. Um, but I do, for instance, I have, for instance, done private Q and A's on YouTube or whatever for the people who supported the podcast way back in 2019, right? They have a private Facebook group. I'm not saying I'm going to create something like that, but, uh, it's not impossible that I would, uh, end up engaging in some interesting ways, but I don't want to set the expectation because at the end of the day, Priority number one for me is let me ensure that I am approaching this in a way that makes me want to do more of it. That's kind of driving design principle number one. Uh, so we'll just have to see where it goes. Uh, but yeah. I'm not. I, I have no plans right now to like do the world tour. <laughs> I mean, God, uh, God bless Kevin Rose, but I don't know how he does it. I just don't have the constitution to do that physically and yeah. psychologically. Um, but I. Uh, I have other, I feel like I have other superpowers that I'll bring to bear on this. I have super weaknesses. I'm going to try to avoid those. <laughs> and then I'm going to try to double down on the superpowers. As long as you know them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Appreciate, I appreciate being direct and saying, hey, yeah, the, the, um, I don't know. And, and TBD. Uh, Emily, good questions. I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we, we only have time for probably two more, uh, depending on the length. Uh, continuing in order of alphabet, Kevin, welcome. Hey, Tim, Ryan, thanks for bringing me up. Now, I read the book for our work week, read all the books since. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, I think the one thing that's amazing is, I mean, in the early days, you had this incredible way of building community with the platforms that existed. And I think, yeah, I've been waiting for a long time, you know, as you talk to Kevin on the podcast and stuff, always seeing, uh, you know, you guys' ability to sort of talk about NFTs and was just waiting for the day that you sort of clicked the button. And I think my question is sort of, as you look at this, you know, without sort of predicting how, how it impacts you, like what would you feel is success for you when you when you kind of look back, let's say a year from now, which is like four lifetimes in crypto, <laughs> like, hey, I achieved, you know, I, I like this is my wildest sort of stretch goal or dream of like, wow, I wake up and like this community is the best community I've ever built or the most engaged or the most passionate or, you know, does the most good in the world. Like, how do you think about you know, this community versus, you know, obviously you've built incredible communities over your time so far. Yeah. Thanks for asking. And that's, uh, that's a question I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what does success mean, right? What, what is, what, what would success look like as precisely as possible or as clearly as possible? And, uh, my, my answer is, um, uh, then I'll just set the table a little bit. I'll try to keep my answer short so we can hopefully get to you know one more, maybe even two more. But times are really tough right now and scary for a lot of people and very serious. And I think you combine like doom scrolling with just the general conversations that I'm hearing. And there's a there's a very there's a lot of heaviness 
that you can you can get stuck in, right? There's a lot of heaviness that can just become the backdrop for your entire day every day if you're not very, very careful. And if you don't think about kind of proactively doing something to counter that. So for me, I want to create something that is like a warm bath, a warm bubble bath <laughs> psychologically and emotionally for people who are just dealing with this heaviness. And that includes me, right? So I want to make this fun. I want to make it irreverent. I want to make it funny. And I want to make it creatively very interesting, not just for me, but for other people so that I want to continue doing it. So if, if I look back 12 months from now, there are a lot of other things that that could happen. Uh, but I want to... Uh, I want to ensure that I do it in a way that keeps it interesting for me and fun for me. And my assumption is if I do that, that people will pay attention to this if they're like, okay, that's enough like war and uh, environmental destruction and just doom and gloom for today. Like I want to take 15 minutes out of my day and like hop into this fantastical world where people are actually pretty cool because Tim has been cock blocking and chopping off the heads of all the dicks and exiling them. And, <laughs> and then there's a bunch of self-policing, right? Communities begin to like self-police and regulate and the culture develops in that way. Uh, so the people want to come in. Now coming in could mean a million different things, right? That could mean listening to a podcast. That could mean uh, posting something related to their fellow like greater house members, right? Uh, and engaging with that, kind of like the way people would engage with like Slytherin or Gryffindor or something like that. Tim, can um, I interrupt real fast? Yeah. Um, it, everybody, the POAP clue is what state is famous for Hollywood? Go. Okay. <laughs> we, we had to get that in. All right. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Um, so that's, that's how I'm thinking about it, uh, Kevin. And I, I, I really, I try to think of, what the lead domino is that tips over all the other dominoes. It's easy to get caught downstream looking at like 17 different problems you need to solve. But really the crux of it is like, how can it be energy in, energy in, like energy giving, where I go in and people go in to get energized so they can do all the other stuff later, right? In other words, does this help me recharge my batteries in a way that makes me laugh so that I can get the other serious shit done without feeling serious all the time. And does it have all these carryover effects? So that's the, that's the driving priority for, for me. And I think that will then give birth to all sorts of fun stuff. That's at least the hope. I love it. Yeah. I, we just need more, we need more fun and honestly, we need more entertainment. Um, and I loved how you phrased it at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to get like, and I've, I've said this before and I say it for myself too, a lot of these things, when I say them, I'm saying them to remind myself, like if, if you're serious all the time, you will not get the serious stuff done. You will burn out first. So if you want to get the serious stuff done, you want to tackle hard, but important problems, et cetera, you need energy. And for that, you need to, you need to have moments of lightness and levity and recharging, or you're just never going to make it. It's kind of like weightlifting. Like, yeah, you want to weightlift, you want to train, you want to get stronger. That's great. But if you spend all your time in the gym and you have no recovery, you're screwed. You're not going to adapt. You're not going to get stronger. So you need those moments of lightness and levity to f help fuel the rest of everything else. It is not frivolous to take those, to take those breaks and to, to have that time. I was just saying, amen. I agree, Tim.
Thank you so much. Um, well, I'm going to uh, do our best to keep us on time here. So I'm going to call it. Um, I think we could talk to you all day, but I, <laughs> I know you have things to do and everyone else uh, needs to run. So Tim, thank you so much for your time. Um, really, pleasure. really excited about the project and for you sharing so much with everybody here. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't get to all the hands, uh, especially my amazing co-host, Mac. Appreciate you. Um, but that is it for today. So everybody, uh, have a wonderful day. Thanks for hanging out with me and Tim and all the speakers. Uh, thanks to Clemente and Mac, my co-host, for helping me do this thing. And thanks to everyone for showing up and uh, being part of this. Um, Tim, we can't wait to see this thing be born. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. And, uh, let's go. But take care, buddy. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And really nice to meet everybody. Thanks for all the questions and for tuning in. It means a lot to me. And uh, as, as ridiculous as cock punch may seem, <laughs> it's certainly given me a lot of energy. So I, I take that to be a, a good sign. And thanks yeah. for showing up, everybody. That's awesome. All right. Take care, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.